0: To Miss Sars Tidbits, a podcast devoted to our little ones, whether it's playing with them, reading to them, or parenting them. This podcast is dedicated to developing the whole child and preparing them for success in school. Hello, everyone! Thanks again for joining me on Miss Sars Tidbits. Our third episode is on the "What" of read-alouds. We will also be wrapping up this three-part series on read-alouds and I will be sharing some additional resources that you can check out if you want more detailed information. Let's get started. The first question that we're going to cover under the what's of read-alouds is what type of books should I read or expose my kids to? So The answer to that is start with books that interest your child. Look at what they're playing with and find books related to that topic. Passion is very contagious. When you're around someone who's excited about something and seems like they're really enjoying whatever it is they're doing, we tend to get excited as well. Your kids will feel that from you. Share books that you liked when you were a kid, or if you have a hobby you're passionate about, find an appropriate book for their age and share that. It's also important to read from both fiction, make-believe, and non-fiction, real stories. An introduction to these two categories of books will allow the kids to see that books can both entertain and give us real factual information. The features of these two types are also different, and it's an opportunity to point it out. You don't have to do it with every book, and you don't have to do it right away, but introduce new ideas every time you read a new book. Point out things you will see in a nonfiction book such as captions under pictures, table of content, glossary, headings, diagrams, labels, etc. Pretend stories, on the other hand, often teach our kids about characters, different point of views, has a beginning, middle, and end, and it's a story that's made up by the author. We might think it's too early for kids to understand all this, but it isn't really. When you intentionally share or point out some of these terminology while reading, kids will become more familiar with it and they start to understand what it means. Another question that we might be thinking about is what language should I use if English isn't my first language? Read in the language that you're comfortable with and most fluent. The idea or format of a book will cross over. Kids need to know how to turn pages in a book, whether you start from the left to the right and top to bottom, that the letters put together makes words, and then sentences, and then a story. All those ideas will transfer over when you're ready to read in another language. The main idea is that they understand why reading is important and find joy in doing it. And the biggest plus is that your kids will be learning more than one language, and that's a good thing. What materials can I read to my kids? So, read books from various genres and types, like we mentioned before, read fiction and nonfiction, Read magazines, signs, menus, comic books, poetry, letters, notes. Environmental print is just as important to point out. Words are everywhere around us, and kids will begin to see that learning to read is important. We need it to understand and make sense of the world we live in. There are differences in the quality of books, just like anything else, so choose ones that teach. Expand your kids' horizon and interest. Read stories that you want your kids to learn life lessons from. Most important, start by reading. So here are five takeaways to remember to wrap up our session on reading. One, is figure out a time that's good for you and your child and start sharing the love of reading. Two, have a lot of different books at home that your kids can access. They don't have to be new books. Three, use the resources in your community like the library or secondhand store and school community. Four, What you read reflects your values, interests, and what you want your kids to learn, so do check the content. Five, there are many digital free libraries out there as well, including YouTube channels of people reading aloud. Check it out. There's a lot of great readers. I also want to share my read aloud channel. It's called RD10,000, which stands for Read 10,000 Hours, and my goal is to provide a variety of books that I think is educational as well as entertaining for young readers, so do check it out when you get a chance. Thanks again for joining me, I really enjoy sharing this information. So, I didn't have most of these knowledge and tools about reading when I started as a mother, and a lot of what I've learned has been through the classes I've taken, workshops, I've attended about this topic, and articles I've read. I've used some tools with my kids when they were a bit older, but most have been used in the classroom. I wish I knew a lot of these things when I first started with my kids, so I'm super happy that I can share it with you. I hope your journey to apply this into your life becomes successful and a habit that will help that young child in your life no matter what capacity you might be starting from. What I had was my own passion and enjoyment that I associated with reading as a kid and I wanted to share that passion with my kids. I think I did it because they do read on their own for fun and I think you can too.